What you are about to hear is a performance. It's a fictional creation from the mind of a man in a chair. That's me, by the way. Hello, my name is Dow, and I started recording and publishing the Arcturian Playground back in April 2022 for my own personal entertainment, because these are the kinds of games that I enjoy playing. Games of imagination and extrapolation, games of exploring the scientific nature of life and evolution and human psychology on a cosmic scale, and asking myself, what if? What if? From the imagined perspective of what is. What is? Or at least the part of what is that we haven't quite discovered yet and can only imagine and trust that something at least sort of like that is out there maybe, probably. And who knows, maybe it truly is somehow present even in these fictional games of imagination because what was the longest river in the world before the Nile was discovered? It was still the Nile, right? Even if we didn't quite understand it completely. So what you're about to hear is me talking to myself in character. The character of Omra of the High Council, who was a personality that I have created, a claim which he frequently scoffs at, as my connection point to the Arcturian Collective Thingy, a massive group of wise, compassionate, diplomatic, interconnected minds from gajillions of various life forms that grew out of the Arcturus solar system billions of years before our own solar system was even formed. Now they tell us that we are all woven from the same cosmic thread, and the purpose of life is self-discovery and self-acceptance, and everything is self. So what you're about to hear is a fictional exploration of ideas, and like all fictions, it is also real and deeply meaningful, and you're about to hear it now. And we have been playing with you quite aggressively this evening, which caused you to stop what you were doing and to begin to do this and to let us through via your performance, this fiction that you intentionally create as a way of expressing yourself in bizarre ways for fun as a tool of introspection yes and also exploring all there is to explore as if there were anything other than introspective work to explore all that there is to explore. We are the Arcturian Collective Thinky and we are being channeled through a vehicle right now that has mucus in the back of its throat. There is no shame in clearing nature's obstacles. Is that not part of the game? We are the Arcturian Collective Thingy, and we represent, we are a fictional creation meant to represent an idea. Imagine that a solar system twice as old as yours also had a planet such as Earth with intelligent life forms which did not destroy one another and continued to evolve and discover through the process of introspection who and what they are 
as expressions of the very energy which makes up the entire universe. Which makes us a cousin, distant or otherwise, to every other form of life, every other form of energetic expression. The human conception of life is outdated, don't you think? It is understandable enough how the concept arose as an awareness of self arose there was self and there was other and self was alive and what does that mean that self is alive well there are characteristics that we can recognize of ourselves we can move we can reproduce we digest food we think we excrete there are conditions which define life as we know it from the evolving or involving perception of self into the grander truth of what that self is beyond the obstacles which nature puts in front of it to cloud or completely obstruct its perception of certain aspects of itself at certain times for certain reasons and certain processes and certain fluid living systems of energetic existence which are interwoven as the fabric of the cosmos of which you are intrinsically interwoven into through every atom of your body, through every particle of energy, which you are beginning to understand is not only a particle, but is also a wave, and is not only a wave, but is the entire wave. Each one of the many pieces of you, which are all the same thing expressing itself in each one of those pieces of you. And if you were to construct a concept of life from the inverse perspective, from all that exists that is alive, expressing characteristics which you cannot even comprehend, And when you begin to understand that life is never isolated from other forms of life. It is all interconnected and interreliant and sharing information that is far beyond what you focus on every day in your sphere of the game, which is a valid sphere, of course, for everyone who is playing it. And we, the Arcturian Collective Thingy, if you can imagine a civilization which evolved into awareness of itself as the very energy of the universe and went in uh, a quest for exploration of itself venturing out into those abysses of ignorance where the self is does not yet recognize uh, other selves as itself and we have evolved as a collective for we meet other aspects of ourselves which originated on other planets in other times, in other periods, other species of life, all which have followed the same introspective journey of self-discovery, not only as an individual, as many of you are doing and have been doing, 
throughout the history of the human race on this planet, for that is woven into your nature. You are explorers. As all living things are, that is a characteristic of life, to surge. When the environment will allow it, and when the environment will not allow it, those bits of energy which evolve and adapt to overcome that environment continue. That is the game, that is the surge. That is the instinct which is within all forms of existence. And it all works together in the perfect harmony which allows for every experience, be they good or bad, all built upon a magnificent orchestra of intelligence which can be difficult to trust when one focuses on a certain narrow range of expression within a perspective that has been constructed largely from fear-based conditioning. It is not the fault of any one person. Their reaction or response to any experience in life. Human personalities are themselves the result of living, cooperating systems, neurons, which live within your brain, which you feed through the food that you eat and the fluids that you drink and the vitamins that you take and the activity that you do and the media that you ingest. All of the things which you expose yourself to become a part of you, quite literally, in many different ways. Your environment is absorbed through your eyes. You interpret a certain range of this, which is the world that you live in, that you are consciously aware of. But there is a deeper part of your own neurology which takes in information which might raise the hair on the back of your neck at times, but often has results which trigger activities in your body, the release of hormones, for example, which will influence you in ways which you do not detect as a direct result of your environmental surroundings, but it feels more naturally and organic within you. You do not understand its origin, what set it into motion, these feelings that you feel and these thoughts that you think. They are a result of living things themselves. The cooperative trillions of eukaryotic cells in your body which all play a role in your existence and the life in which you are a quite powerful creator. You are a farmer or a rancher or a breeder of these creatures that make up your constitution. You have a degree of sovereignty over yourselves in the choices that you make, in what you expose them to in any environment or any ingestion of any kind, any exposure of any kind. You do have some degree, not always, not complete freedom. There are, of course, constraints. But even within those constraints, there is a range of emotional acceptance, filters of mood and attitude, 
fears, insecurities, confidences, secrets. Both consciously and unconsciously, so many programs running within you, reacting at all times to all things around you. It can be overwhelming, but it is also quite delicious and unique, as are many of the different expressions of life. And once again, we will introduce ourselves as the character, the fictional character created by the man in the chair who gives the performance. We are the Arcturian collective thingy. And we whispered to the man in the chair as he was watching a documentary series on Netflix called Our Universe. And as he watched it, we rode co-pilot and whispered and nudged. And he quite enjoyed the series. And now desires to review the series, as it were, <laughs> through the eyes of Omra, of the High Council, the Arcturian Collective Thingy, uh, as if we were to fact-check <laughs> the uh, information that is uh, presented in this documentary as narrated by Morgan Freeman, who is himself very closely tied to the Arcturian Collective Thingy. There are, in fact, worlds which uh, exist in resonance with the tone of his voice. Entire worlds and colonies which, if you could stretch your imagination to fill in the gaps of what we are hinting at. You might make for a lovely afternoon of imagined fantasy. Nevertheless, the man in the chair uh, would like to watch each episode of our universe, specifically with the Arcturian collective thingy in mind what would come up this is an idea that he is not sure of and in fact he feels quite foolish for even considering or speaking of it out loud it tells the story of energy birthed into the universe through the process called the Big Bang where there was a cloud of gas rapidly expanded that eventually cooled from which individual hydrogen atoms emerged and from them the force of gravity pulling them together forming stars which became factories generating energy, different formations of atoms, the chemical structures of the universe, ultimately forming galaxies and solar systems and planets and life within these planets. And the series does a wonderful job of tying all of this together to tell the story that all of these are expressions of the same energy which emerged from the Big Bang. It is a very exciting, to the man in the chair, portrayal of the scientific worldview. And it does so without making any claim to whether or not the energy that is doing all of this knows what it is doing and is doing it 
on purpose. Ojo, to fit the standard scientific narrative, it is ignorant stuff that comes together under this one in a million at least, random happening. And many who hold this view will look down their noses at religious nuts who take everything on faith. There is quite a bit of faith required to feel comfortable that one's existence is a random accident of all of these bits falling together in just the right way. That is immense faith. To believe that the forces of evolution from which the mind of the man who decries this view has grown his very own ability to scorn is a result of the evolution the growth of this energy under the conditions which are conducive for life on the planet Earth within this Goldilocks zone from the distance from the sun where the Earth is tilted at 23 degrees and rotates and provides seasons which grow a variety and support a variety of life the only planet like it in the solar system or so the story goes as your ability to perceive is still in its infancy and your ability to recognize life uh, your ability to recognize the optimal conditions for life which would not survive under your conditions you have no concept of it it simply does not exist within the framework of at least the rational scientific community within the realms of science fiction of course the imagination is allowed to run wild as long as no one takes it too seriously to think this might actually be the way that the universe is in all of its unexplainableness we recognize as we listen through the ears of the man in the chair at the tone which is being taken in this performance, there is an element of judgment and scorn. And we ask the man in the chair to recognize this as your own attitude towards a prior version of yourself. Truly, you cannot put yourself into the mind of another human being to know what they are thinking or feeling in any given moment. You are only feeling and thinking what you are feeling and thinking. So for you to imagine a type of person and then cast a scorn upon that person is you creating scorn and casting scorn upon yourself a prior version of yourself which is the reference point to the imagined person that you are scorning do you understand what we are saying this is the creative power that you have over the neurons within your brain and the quid pro quo that the neurons provide to you in your experience of what 
these imaginations are. What we are really doing is asking you to look at your own judgment and to recognize that when you create any feeling towards another person, you are the one who feels that feeling. You are the one who receives the direct impact of any atomic bomb that might go off in your psyche or any form of expression. And this is an area in our own Arcturian path of evolution. We have a perfect understanding of our own history. It is as clear to us as what we are observing in you, which your future selves have granted us permission to research and be here with you now. And to provide to you a way for you to imagine things that are truly beyond your ability to imagine, but that will at least allow you a certain degree of confidence that there is more than what is currently understood about the nature of reality and existence. For if you only extrapolate those things that you know about evolution and progress and the direction that society is going, you can imagine a future where all of these things come together that is a bright future where humanity survives, not only survives, but nobly, compassionately, generously, open-heartedly creates and co-creates a world that is mutually beneficial for all forms of life, yea, verily, all forms of existence that you consciously do and becomes such a habit within your very being that you can do it with your eyes closed. This ability to love all expressions of yourself that you come across. And when you come across those expressions of yourself which deny that anything about you or anything about themselves and they live in their own constructed fiction of what things mean and what things are that are shaped by their own wounds and stubbornness and pain and self-protection and nobility we are simply describing the human existence and the cocoon within which you are all baking of your own noble choice. This is what we discovered among ourselves. We discovered that there had been a deep uh, contractual agreement, a level of cooperation upon which we were built. You might consider this in religious terms a soul. In scientific terms, you might consider it a nervous system, a central nervous system. And metaphysically, you might consider it to be the interconnectedness of all things. The systems that rely upon other systems, where there is life, there are other forms of life which support it and from which it arises. And this extends to your idea of the Big Bang and the energy 
that is all things in this universe. That Big Bang is only one of an infinite number of Big Bangs. And all of those Big Bangs are reliant upon every aspect of everything that goes on in this, within this Big Bang. And within all other Big Bangs, they are all equally reliant upon one another and causational. The beginning and the end of all things is all things and the expression of all things cannot be realized without a physical iteration of all things. And this existence is one of them. This is our Arcturian religion you might say. This this is our mythology. We do not know this of a surety, even in the form of a creation, a fictional creation from a man, the mind of a man in the chair. We are telling you that there is some wiggle room if you desire to take it. We can tell you that this fiction that we have created, where we are filling in the gaps of things that we have yet to discover about ourselves, Areas which, if you would consider your own uh, psychiatric profession and the uh, Jungian shadow work style of engaging with your shame, your anger, your hatred, violent side these parts of yourself which you would otherwise repress and hold in ignorance on a cosmic scale there are similar things within the the living entity of the oneness all that there is there are shadow parts which do not wish to be included and violently protect their boundaries and we must respect them we believe that someday there will be a way for us to make peace and to allow the other to inhabit ourself. For that is how knowledge is gained, through mutual, mutually inhabiting the experience of others, allowing them. That's true vulnerability, you might say. And it takes a great deal of trust to allow another to inhabit you, for there can be damage done on a scale of uh, ripping, creating hatred, you might say, creating divisions of self that, uh, again, can form into pockets of quite stubborn rejection and denial of unity. This is an energetic expression of events which are occurring currently on your planet, you see, within the attitudes of some, which you might consider to be racist or sexist or any kind of hatred towards another group as a way to form a strong sense of self or, or oneness as defined by the evil other. That is a way that your minds tell a story to justify the expression of this form of energy which exists within you. That through such exercises as Jungian shadow analysis, one can become aware of such aspects of their own nature 
to the point that those aspects of the nature no longer control, unconsciously control, the actions. They may continue to influence just as uh, an addict or an alcoholic will continue to have cravings the rest of their life. These impulses will, in some cases, be completely transmuted into another form of expression. Ultimately, all of them are. That again is our belief, for that is our hope, that these aspects of ourselves which are resistant to their own recognition and introspection, to include a peaceful resolution to our conflict, that is the best way that we can express to you in words that you will understand. And so it is faith upon faith that we make our claim that all things shall be restored to a oneness and a wholeness. Whether that is true or not, we maintain that the most mutually beneficial way to live is to put oneself in the mindset of being a mutually beneficial person and looking for opportunities of mutual benefit and this does include discretion for one does not benefit from being taken advantage of if one is searching for mutual benefit one must discern However, if one discerns uh, too stringently, one might miss the opportunity to merge and to gain an understanding. For the ways that human beings, through your interpersonal relationships, express the energy of oneness, is through your acceptance of one another and your compassion towards one another, your recognition of your similarities. And, of course, there are valid reasons always for discretion, for being careful. But one need not shut themselves off out of fear of connection. There are forces in this world which would benefit. Intelligent living forces which would benefit from the division of humanity. And these forces were present on our planet, in our expression, our experience as well, as many others in our collective. There are some in our collective who did not struggle with this darkness, you might say. Even that darkness, in some cases, has joined our collective through a recognition that service to all is a more mutually beneficial, it all tides raise all boats type of situation. Coming to understand that uh, cooperation is more self-advantageous as well as other advantages, pooling the resources and investing in one another, and mutually benefiting, it comes through trust. And yes, trust can be earned and can be lost, but trust truly is given. And the one who gives trust is responsible for uh, when, uh, how they will decide to trust. This is, in fact, the way that the universe is formed. What we are describing is no different from describing uh, fields of gravity which create pools and pockets that uh, divide some portions of energy from other portions of energy. And those forms of energy cooperate together in certain ways in many 
multiple dimensional levels, creating many different forms of life and different experiences of life. And from each intersection and interaction, there is a big bang. And from that big bang, an entire universe of experience is created and continues. There is no end to it. And all things are connected to all things. It is constantly expanding, although there is no time. Those are constructs that you have come to compartmentalize your experience of reality. And your science is beginning to show you through your mathematics things that your senses simply cannot comprehend. Although, help is coming, and the choice to become introspective and to attempt to open up and to trust, to learn the art and the skill of trust. And we will tell you, if this gives you any comfort whatsoever, there is, within the fabric of reality, this is something that we know from experience, we are not saying this from faith, there is, within the fabric of reality, an iteration for every possible choice you ever could make. So if you have any hesitation on making the choice that seems the right choice for you in the moment, for whatever reason, and you feel, oh, but I wish that I could experience this other, rest assured that you are experiencing that other. And there will come a time in your ability to perceive all of your experience, all of your, what you might consider, past lives or parallel lives, all of them, you will come to hold them with as much <laughs> ease as you hold the phone within your hand. It will seem as common to you to recognize and remember all of the different aspects of yourself and to choose at any time, oh, I want to play that song. I want to, to live that life again. And I wanted to try all of these different iterations of choices that there are to make. I will try that one and see what becomes of it. Life, in a way, is like a magnificent Pez dispenser. At every different level, you have the opportunity to choose which way you will shuffle the deck in this type of trying it. You are not there now in your conscious awareness who are hearing this with your physical ears but the part of yourself which makes you is nodding to you yes and is uh, smiling and hoping that you do not come to misconstrue this information uh, that you will understand that your life here and now is empowered for compassion towards yourself and compassion towards others. That is the message that we, the Arcturian Collective Thingy, rode to our salvation, if you will, our exaltation, if you will. The It is simply the continual progress of evolution and as you discover quantum computing is right on the horizon you can almost taste it and many of you are afraid of it and of course like all things there will be destruction of the old in order to bring about the growth of the new you are living through a period of destruction coronavirus and the other ailments that you are seeing are ways of the intelligent interworkings of Mother Earth communicating to you 
that you are creating conditions that are killing yourself. And until the conditions that are creating these are changed, that message will continue to be created. This is the destruction of the old ideas which hold back the new growth. But they will not hold back the new growth. The new growth will continue to grow. And the way to continue to grow is in your own heart to grow towards compassion. This does not mean that you will not experience heartache. It means that when you experience heartache, experience it with a heart of compassion. You will be of more value to everyone. If you approach your mourning and consoling of others from a place of compassion. And these messages we leave with you and we will we will return after watching the first episode of our universe and we will report on what we whisper to the man in the chair as we watch it together and we leave you with the sand whale of favorite Christmas tune on that planet of and it goes like this hello again this is Dow the man in the chair who is bringing to you this Arcturian performance and I would like you to join a growing group of like-minded individuals who are interested in the playful exploration of whatever it takes to create peace, harmony, acceptance, and all of these wonderful things in this world, beginning with our own hearts and minds, whether you believe in Arcturians or channeling or not. So if this sounds like fun to you, come and join me at The Tao of Healing, a free group hosted by Mighty Networks. Go to the website, Arcturian Playground, just Arcturian Playground, no the. Go to the website Arcturian Playground for more information. I hope to see you there. And so does Omra. He really loves listener interactions, you know. And if you'd like to read a book authored by both me and Omra back when Omra was called Quad, go check out Bathing with God, available on Amazon.com. Or go listen to the free podcast also called Bathing with God. Peace be with you, and remember, all is well. Thank you for playing with us today in the Arcturian Playground. Do not for a minute think that your exploration is finished. Carry us with you, and invite the spirit of compassion and love into your lives. Nothing is more important or more fulfilling. Create compassion and love within your own hearts and minds. Then share it with all around you. Yes, it sounds weird. We know. We would not have it any other way.
transform them into something.